All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Reset University. Best podcast you can listen to in regards to health and fitness. Am I right, Brandon? Yeah, it really is. Like already, man, we're only on episode two. And um, I mean, I don't want to be getting ahead of myself, but, um, you know, there's there's a little rumbling about about what we got going on here. I mean, the people um, are talking. Yeah, yeah, they are talking, you know, they're, they're talking, there's a buzz, you know, yeah. if you will. And, um, and rightfully so, you know, rightfully so 100%. Uh, after that first episode, because the crazy thing about that was, is like, it can really only go up from there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, uh, We're so, only getting better. So uh, I forgot to introduce us, man. They don't even, people don't know our names yet. My name is Ross Poindexter. Uh, this is Brandon Straker, AKA Bod of Thunder. Um we're coming to you live. Um, and today on episode two, we were talking about how intermittent fasting can reset your hormones. That's right. That's right. And before we jump into that, and before we jump into like re, how, how intermittent fasting is going to reset your hormones. Yep. Just so you guys, you guys know the Reset University podcast is brought to you by Reset You Fitness, uh, which is a company uh, which is our company, and uh, we teach people how to reset their hormones and metabolism with proper nutrition, uh, resistance training, how to rehab injury, prevent injury, increase mobility, relieve pain, um, you know, just reset the body in all different ways, as well as your mindset and stuff. So, um, so basically, how to in. get the best long-term results. Exactly, exactly. Right. So, Let's jump in, baby. Let's jump in. How does reset? How does intermittent fasting reset your hormones and metabolism? So, um, you know, this is probably the most game-changing thing that I learned, you know, several years ago when it comes to nutrition and fitness. And it's been the biggest thing that we've been able to teach our clients, right? Yep. You know? um, and I think it's because number one, it has, like we talked about, it has a tremendous effect on your hormones, which we're going to jump into, but also too, like it's just easier. Right, man. You know, um, just the I mean, easier we, way of life, my man. Exactly. We we talked about it a little bit on the last podcast about how you know it, it makes things more convenient. But you know, when you don't have to worry about eating six times a day, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just so much easier to eat, to eat clean. You know, it's a hassle when it, when you make things a hassle, you're less likely to do. Them. And that's mm-hmm. one of the beautiful parts about intermittent fasting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start off with like, what is intermittent fasting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So quite simply, you know, it's just periods of eating with not eating, right? You know, so there's a lot of different ways to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people hear the word fasting and like, I mean, let, first time you heard the word fasting, what do you think, bro? Yeah. Just like no, nothing, no eating, right? no water or like nothing, yeah. nothing yeah. in your body consumption, you know? We typically like associate it with religious stuff, right? Whether it's yeah, like with, sure. with, um, you know, uh, Ramadan or whether it's like biblical fasting where Jesus is in the desert for 40 days or 40 nights or something yeah. like that. And yeah. initial thought is like, I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah, exactly. The initial thoughts say, yeah, is, uh, is fuck that. You know food. what I mean? You know, like, uh, not eating, are you crazy? Um, and so it's not, so like, just to be clear, we all fast, right? We all fast. Um, usually when we're sleeping at night, you know, but you know, that, that break between when you're, you know, you eat your last meal of the day and when you eat breakfast, uh, is, is fasting, you know, that's why it's called breakfast. Right. And, um, and I intermittent know. fasting, Some people didn't know, that. <laughs> you know, not a lot of people didn't think about it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, cause fat, cause fast, fast can mean several different things. It can mean like quick, right. You know, or, uh, 
you know, uh, like, you know, those, you know, when you're first just a youngster and you have your first, you know, lovemaking experience and, you know, that's, that's a type of fast, you know what I mean? Wow. That's not talking fast. We're talking about, Uh, (laughs) but uh, we'll save that for another one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just from what I've heard because that actually my first time, you know, my first romantic experience, um, it's, it, 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 it lasted, I think about 11 days, you know? Wow. Um, and so, yeah, that's, it's not, a, it's that's wasn't, a 12 days, wasn't 12 days, brother. So, you know, I don't want to brag, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, like we all, we all, you know, fast every day. Right. Um, and intermittent fasting is just prolonging that first meal. And so, you know, the, the biggest benefit is, Number one, um, you know, it increases growth hormone production, right? So um, there's actually a study in the Clinical Journal of Investigation that showed that intermittent fasting, um, you know, it can increase growth hormone production up to 2,000%, um, you know, when you're fasted for between 16 and 18 hours, which is huge, right? Because um, growth hormone, I mean, tell them what growth, growth hormone does, brother. Yeah, and before we get into that, I feel like we should kind of get into a little bit more about when you should fast and why you should fast, you know, if the people might be confused, you know? Um, yeah. So ideal sustainability, um, ideal fasting, 16 hour fast, eight hour eating window. Right. And you know, okay. Get into the growth hormone first and I'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, you know, the gr- growth hormone is, it, it's our body's anti-aging for hormone, right? You know, yeah. it, it burns a uh, shit ton of body fat. It cleanses your body. It increases brain function. It prevents disease. Um, it even, it even increases, um, you know, lifespan, you know, they found that the more growth hormone you have, the longer, your telomeres are and telomeres are these things on the end of our DNA that actually they shorten as we age. And, um, and eventually that's, you know, when they, when they shorten all the way, we, we essentially die of, uh, of old age, you know, yeah. um, or age related causes and, and growth hormone actually keeps these longer. And that's kind of the reader's digest version, but it's, it's really essentially the way it works. So growth hormone prolongs your life. It's everything. And you know, it's, it's, it's so important because the more, the longer your eating window is, the less growth hormone you produce. Yeah. Um, because when you eat, your body produces insulin, and insulin is an antagonist to growth hormones. When you're producing insulin, your body shuts off growth hormone production, which means that you store more fat. Um, it makes you more insulin resistant. So when you do eat, your insulin spikes higher. You know, you're more likely to have type two diabetes, heart disease, cancer. It, it reduces brain function. You know, um, you die at an earlier age, you age faster, your hair, skin, nails, and so on. So, you know, this intermittent fasting, not only is it more convenient, but like has a tremendous ability to to increase this, you know, fat burning hormone. Exactly. And so, uh, and so like what, I mean, I guess laid out for him, like we have, you know, tell, like tell everybody kind of how you fast Ross. So people have a good idea how we teach, how we teach our people at Reset You. Totally. So the most, you know, ideal and sustainable method, and like we said, there's tons of different styles of fasting. Ideal, sustainable method uh, is that 16 day uh, period. So there's that eight hour window in which you are consuming uh, those customized meals, you know, for you and your body. Uh, and then you have that 16 hour period in which you're fasting. Um, and so during that 16 hour period, you want to, you know, consume 
you know, essentially zero calories, you know, about 15 to 30 calories is going to break that fast. Um, but you know, you're still able to have obviously like water, you know, like black coffee, green tea, um, you know, all all those types of drinks. And those are going to, you know, help suppress your appetite as well and make it a little easier. But, um, what your body's doing during that 16 hour period is you're just naturally burning body fat, right? You're, You're burning those stored sugars, those stored fats. Um, and that's, you know, that's why it works so well with a high, you know, healthy fat style of eating like, like keto, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, um, for those of you guys out here who don't really understand, you know, how, you know, our body stores fat, you know, kind of what happens is when you eat certain foods, they, um, and this is kind of like a, um, a, a sim- simplistic way of looking at it, but you know, your different nutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats have different responsibilities, right? Yeah. And, um, and so protein, for instance, goes to repairing your body's cell cells for the most part, but it, um, it can be turned into blood sugar and raise your blood sugar. Uh, carbohydrates convert directly into blood sugar. And then fat doesn't really have much effect on blood sugar. It is a secondary fuel source and it's essential for hormonal production and stuff. But, you know, it's important to understand that blood sugar is your body's gasoline, right? Like gas for your car. And so it's what your body's burning. That's your body's main fuel source. So when you eat carbs and your blood sugar levels rise, or you've been eating carbs for several years, your blood sugar levels are constantly rising. That's what your body has to burn through before it'll burn to fat. So when you, when you burn through all your blood, the blood sugar that you have, and then you burn through once that's done, then your body tries to dip into sugar stored in your liver known as glycogen. And once it burns through that, that's when you begin to actually burn body fat. So your body will take fat from your fat cells um, and it, your body actually produces a hormone called glucagon, which turns fat into blood sugar so that you actually don't get low blood sugar. That's why kind of hypoglycemia can be kind of a myth. But, um, you know, then, then your body continues to burn blood sugar. So when you're fasting, you know, it forces you to dip into those fat stores. You burn through all that stored blood sugar, like you're saying, which yeah. is huge, you know, um, for burning body fat. And then like you also just said, brother, like when you're on a, um, a low carbohydrate plan or like a keto where you're eating mostly fat, mm-hmm. then your body's constantly running off fat, which, you know, studies have shown that your brain just functions better that way. We have more energy, you know, it's a, it's a slower burning fuel. And so, um, and then it, it you know, and then when you add into that, the, the lack of insulin, you know, and the increased growth hormone, the fat burning from that, it becomes this powerful cocktail that, you know, really helps us to um, become healthy in many ways, you know, both just, you know, from the aesthetics, you know, from, from, you know, look as sexy and stuff to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, body. exactly. And, and um, you know, to, to being healthy too, because, you know, while let's face it, most of us, you know, are in this to look good and stuff, but you know, being healthy is a nice added benefit. For sure, man. And especially like, you know, things like having more energy, um, you know, throughout the day, a lot of people get that midday crash, but, um, you know, just based off of experience, you know, I, I got some, I don't get that midday crash. I feel super focused throughout the day, you know, get through the work day and, and get through the grind. And then, um, you know, don't have that, you know? Yeah. Are you faster right now? Oh, of course. Of yeah. Course. See, it's I'm about- still faster too. Like I'm drinking a Zevia right now, which for those of you guys who don't know what that is, it's a, um, it's a stevia sweetened drink, but there's zero calories in it. So it doesn't technically break your fast, doesn't affect your blood sugar levels and stuff. Free brand deal. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I know they, I, I feel like I, I maybe we get yeah, it back on that Zevia if you're listening. <laughs> uh, 
but, but uh, it's two forty p.m. Pacific Standard Time right now for us when we are recording this. Yeah, and a lot of people think like, "Hey, you know, am I going to get a little right?" And like you just said, man, no, you you have more energy, you're more focused. And what's crazy, a lot of people don't realize, and this goes for like working out fasted too, and why it's even better to work out fasted. Yeah, you know, but your body, you know your body increases several hormones that make you more focused and give you more energy when you're fasted. So it's not like you crash, like your blood sugar crash, like you're going to get a real tired. Right. You can't work out. You know, one of the things that we try to teach people, right. Is that, you know, for thousands of years as human beings, like we, we, um, you know, didn't have a gas station readily available to go buy, you know, some chips or, you know, grocery stores or, you know, or whatever, where we could just grab some jerky or, you know, ice cream or a steak or whatever, you know? Um, so, you know, if we didn't, if, if we got tired while we were fasting, you know, because we had to do it for days at a time, we would have died off as a species. Exactly. Yeah. You know? The convenience wasn't there. Right. And so your body actually increases like, um, norepinephrine, uh, adrenaline, um, your body increases, your body increases a hormone called BDNF brain derived neurotropic factor, mm -hmm. which actually is like miracle growth for the brain, you know, it, um, increases the firing of synapses. And so when you're, when your body's increasing fight or flight hormones, um, and then growth hormone to preserve muscle and burn body fat. And then, and then along with that, you're, you're increasing this, this brain hormone. It becomes like being on Adderall, you know, without actually having to like take Adderall, you know, you actually have more energy you're stronger from the adrenaline, you know, does the same hormone your body pumps out when you got to like lift a car because it fell on your buddy or something like that. Totally. Old ladies doing that stuff, you know? So I find, and I know you do too, right? Like, how do you feel when you lift? Uh, you know, I've never, you know, taken Adderall or anything, of course, <laughs> but, but it's got that Neither, same thing. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't know. We just heard that. But, um, I, I get that same kind of feeling, you know, I've got more energy. I've got more, uh, focus, um, in the gym, know what I got to get done. Um, and you can just, you can just feel the results, you know, coming better off, um, when you are fasted you know, especially if you eat, got your, your stomach's full of stuff and everything like that. Right. So, you know, you just feel like you're getting better results and you are. So. Absolutely. You know, um, many times like, and like I've power lifted plenty of times, you know, I've actually done, and we're not going to really get into it too hard today, but like extended fasts is fast yeah. where I've lifted all week while fasting and we're, yeah. we're um, just to really experiment with the benefits of it. And then, you know, there's a lot of science behind that that shows that, it, you know, it severely cuts risk of several different diseases like cancer. But, um, but you know, like um, just doing it on a daily basis for that 16 hours. So many times people think, well, you know, if I don't eat right before I work out, I'm not going to have energy. Yeah, exactly. But that's just, you know, yeah people you know doing what they've always done and you know expecting that's the right way to do it exactly that's one of the you know and that's one of the most irritating things about the fitness industry you know for sure um, not what unwillingness to learn or what yeah to change learn to change you know people become so attached to ideas right yeah um or and, what everybody else is doing or something like that right and i, I forget what that quote is it like it's the mark of an educated person is being able to like entertain an idea you know without yeah. um without believing it right you know um 
And so it's important to be able to look objectively at like all the different fitness things. And there's all these different ones, like you got to eat breakfast every day. And this is a perfect time to talk about that, right? Because we're talking about intermittent fasting. And while you are still eating breakfast because you're breaking your fast, right? At some point, it's still breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Typical, we associate breakfast with what, right? What? Morning, First thing in the morning, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so, you know, we were told for what a good probably the last 60 years that breakfast is the most important meal of the day you got to eat breakfast you know if if you want to lose weight you got to eat breakfast like um, Like, go to school or eat breakfast go to school you know exactly that was life yeah exactly and and 90 percent of the u.s eats breakfast but we're the most obese nation in the world so you know it's not about eating you don't just burn more body fat because you you ate when good morning america was on or whatever yeah right you know, like it's, it's not the way it works, you know? Um, and, and then, you know, we have all these other ideas about like, and I just did it on my Instagram story today, you know, mm-hmm. but the, the eating several meals per day. Right. And this is another question we get consistently with intermittent fasting is that, Hey, like, how do I, if I need to eat six times a day and I'm only eating it in eight hours, like how do I fit my six meals into that small window? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's where and, so many people kind of have that belief of just like, or the, I guess that lack of belief, of just like, oh, how can I get to my fitness goals if, you know, I don't, I don't have time to eat that much throughout the day because that's what everybody's taught, right? Same thing, right? Right, and you, and you know, and I think we touched, I think we touched on that a little bit in the last episode, you know, but like, probably, you know, uh, but I, I feel like we, we don't, you know, you can't say too much. Like, you don't have to eat six times a day. You don't have to do all this stuff that's in, inconvenient, like roll out of bed and have a protein shake next to you the moment you wake up and pound it or something like that, yeah. you know, and, and, um, and then rush off and eat six times a day and, and all these other things, you know? Um, and that's the beauty of intermittent fasting is not only is it, is it, you know, help to, um, increase hormones like growth hormone, reduce hormones like insulin that make you gain more body fat, you know, yeah. increase cellular cleansing. That's another big one. Of it. That's yeah. Just, um, it increases autophagy, you know, um, which happens, you know, after you're 12 hours fasted, but the autophagic process, the Nobel prize was won for it, like just a couple years ago. Um, and you know, it's, it's shown to be, you know, one of the, the best anti-aging, um, benefits, you know, for preventing disease and reducing the effects of aging, even getting rid of loose skin, which mm-hmm. is um, huge because a lot of people like how many people do we talk to where it's like, are concerned about that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Where, and I, and I mean, I've even wondered myself because like, I've never been that big, you know, but Mm -hmm. like, I've wondered myself, is that something that holds people back? Right. You know, sure. Absolutely. You know, from, from making a change when they're sitting there and they're 300 pounds, but they're like, well, even if I lose this 120 pounds, I'm still going to have all this loose skin and not look good. Like I want to look right. You know, And that's just, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the types of things that get um, get in the way of those beliefs and everything like that, right? Of like getting fit, getting in shape. What do you think about, um, you know, I've heard people say like, oh, it's it's hard harder to gain muscle when you're uh, on intermittent fasting. Yeah, and this is just, this is not true, you know, like a lot of the science shows that the, you know, the, um, whether or not you gain muscle has much more to do with the overall load that you're putting on your muscles, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and what your workouts are like rather than how frequently you eat and whether or not you're fasting. That's not true. 
Um, you know, provided you, you absolutely have to make sure that you're providing your body with the nutrients it needs. Like this is one of the things that we teach all our clients, right? You've got to hit your macros. Yeah, exactly. You know? Got um, to have that specific amount for you and your body and your hormonal environment. Right. Right. And, and so you want to fit that in that time period, but it's not like there's some magic where, you know, by eating, spreading that out over 12 hours and stuff or 14 hours, now you're going to build muscle better. Yeah. Um, making sure you eat like 30 minutes after you work out and everything. Right. Like yeah. There was actually a study done. Um, and I can't think of it off the top of my head where they took, um, because for years they believed what is what's called the anabolic window, right? Where you got to eat like an hour after your workout or 30 minutes hour, you have to jam some protein shake. And this has really mostly been promoted by the supplement companies to get you to buy their shit, right? You know, but they did a good job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they really did because for years I did it too. You know what I mean? Uh, um, but you know, they actually went and they did tests and like what they did originally was they did blood tests with this, where people consume protein shakes after their workout and not after their workout. And they found that people had better nitrogen retention and that, the, and that basically their, their blood tests showed that they, they, you know, weren't catabolic, that they were in an anabolic state and that they were going to be able to build muscle, but they didn't really do it on the macro to see if they actually built muscle over the course of like a longer period of time. Right. Yeah. And then, um, then they ended up doing like um, a longer term study from that. And they compared people who ate within an hour after their workout to people that ate like eight hours after their workout. Um, or might not be exactly eight hours, but it was a much longer anabolic window, much later. And they found that there's, number one, more hormonal benefits to waiting longer after you work out. Uh, but number two, that there wasn't really any difference in the amount of muscle people build, built, you know, over a three month period of time on the macro level, you know, whether they consume protein right after their workout or several hours after the workout. They found that the anabolic window is much longer than people think. Right. Um, so, you know, that's a game changer. Number one, it makes it easy. It's just another way it makes it easier. You know, even if you're looking to build muscle, like how many times have we been at the gym and crushed it and then all of a sudden you got shit to do, right? You know, yeah, like no, right away, you know, get to work, get to start having calls or whatever. Um, right. Don't have time to just make a, make a big meal and, and be good. Right. And then, and then, and then for years, people too, because they didn't have time to make a big meal, like what do they do? Right. Roll by Subway or Taco Bell or grab three protein bars or, you know, just whatever bullshit was closest by because they didn't want to not lose muscle. And I think, exactly. and if anything, this really affects guys in a negative way when it, when it comes to building muscle, because they'll, they'll dirty bulk, right. They'll just eat whatever's closest to get food in. And one of the things that a lot of men don't realize is that the more fat that you have, the more it's going to mess up other hormones like testosterone. You know, the more fat you have, the more insulin you produce, the more fat you have, the more estrogen you produce, which makes you gain more body fat, which makes you have more insulin, makes you have more cortisol, which causes loss of muscle. And the more of these, these hormones out of balance, the less testosterone you have and the less muscle you build. So you don't have to get fat to build muscle, you know? Um, and if anything, the hormonal optimization from the intermittent fasting um, really helps you build muscle even better, you know? Yeah. That's such a common belief too. Just like, you know, mm -hmm. over the years seemed just like, oh yeah, no bulking season. Got to just eat whatever I want for, you know, winter, winter time, three, four months. And then, right. uh, and then just cut down. Right. And so this is, and this is huge for women too, ladies for like, and all the time I hear ladies, uh, we have a lot of our lady clients that are like, well, I just, I don't want to get big. You know, I don't want to get, yeah. I don't want to get, and, um, and like, first and foremost, like 
the, a woman has the amount, like one sixteenth the amount of testosterone that a man has, you know? Yeah. So like, it's about the amount a 10 year old boy has. And like, other than the, <laughs> other than the two of us, there wasn't a lot of Jack 10 year old boys running around, you know? Yeah. These days. Uh, probably yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like the, so like ladies don't have to worry about it, but you know, it's, it's even better for women because of it being able to, you know, um, being able to preserve muscle mass because of the growth hormone increase. Um, you know, and then, and then, you know, the more muscle you have ladies, the more fat you burn. So, um, you know, it's, it's huge for both, but like back to your point, like years ago, I mean, shit, dude, like when I first started this, even before I became a trainer, you know, I remember being like 17 and uh, 16 in high school and stuff. And like, we were eating like cheesecake smoothies, dude, with protein powder and just like as many calories as you possibly could. Yeah. You know, get those like, F- flavored uh proteins dude like yeah. get, like the the fruit loop flavor some crap like that dude everyone would do that man yeah uh, smashing four burgers and shit at yeah, lunchtime just trying like, <laughs> you know and you yeah you don't have to do that um what other questions did we have about, about intermittent fasting i know we asked we asked um you know the the interwebs yeah and uh, uh one that's coming to mind is that um you know like how important is it to stay consistent with your fasting window? You know, um, someone in our group asked that, um, recently and, um, you know, one of the first steps we have our, our group members do is kind of pick out what eight hour eating window works best for them and their schedule in their life. Cause you know, this isn't something that's, super strict, right? It's built around you, your schedule and and your lifestyle. Um, so, you know, a common one is, you know, it's just run with 12 to eight, right? Cause that's essentially skipping, you know, morning breakfast when people aren't really typically mm-hmm. hungry anyway, and then, you know, finishing up a dinner. Right? right. Um, so, you know, like we were saying to her, um, you know, 30 minutes, an hour isn't going to, you know, just, you're, you're a failure, right? You lost, you screwed up, you know, right. it's, not gonna... yeah, it's not like your body just automatically goes, well, you know, you were a half hour hour. So yeah, fucking no results for you today. Exactly. <laughs> you <know>? Exactly. <laughs> you know, shit happens, shit comes up. And yeah. so, um, that's not going to kill you, but you, you pick, we have our members pick that window because you try to stay as consistent with it as possible. Um, and you know, one thing we always say in the group is, you know, uh, good consistently is better than perfect sporadically. um, so that's the best way to go about that yeah yeah you're right on the money bro like and and i think i mean we were talking about it last night too like most of us we don't even eat during the full eight hour window like i think you and i we were just talking about we'll normally like eat meal one at four and then for sure do it like eight and and so you don't necessarily have to eat for a whole eight hours straight you know that's just the time you're giving yourself available to eat but Mm -hmm. like if something happens like let's say you know, we start our eating window at 12 and then like something goes crazy at work, you know, yeah. you know, you get in a fender bender or whatever and you don't get to eat until 845 or whatever. Yeah. And you're only at half of the nutrients you were wanting to consume that day. St- you know, get, get the rest of your macros in that 45 minutes. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to all of a sudden screw everything up, you know, totally, like, totally. you know, they, but like to your point, once again, like, it's consistent, you know, it's all about consistency. So we want to shoot for that time frame because you do want to have some consistency. But the other thing too is like, 
we have, I know I have people ask, you know, and I've, we've heard it in the group a ton of times. People are like, well, do you have to do this forever? You know? Yeah. And, um, and it's like, no, you don't have to do this forever. You know, the leaner you get, the less you, you really need to fast because your body doesn't have as much fat to run off during those time periods. But with that said, like most people that we've ever had doing, do this, even when they get to where they have a six pack or single digits, most of them do it for the rest of their life. Cause like we yeah. talked about, right. It just it's, becomes, a, it just becomes a lifestyle. Right. I mean, you're very lean right now, you know? Yeah. Um, and totally. it's not like you stopped fasting. You've been after it, right? Yeah. Um, for how long? Because it's so much easier. You yeah, know? Exactly. Um, you feel so much better. Totally. Um, and I, I remember when I first started like intermittent fasting and everything like that, I would probably like start eating at like 10 or 11 or something like that just because yeah. I wasn't as used to it. But, you know, as you keep doing it, your hunger hormones start to regulate. Um, and your body just becomes accustomed to it. You get used to it. And so, you know, like Brandon was saying now, like we probably typically eat in like a three to four hour window. Like we usually just fast through, uh, the work day. And then, you know, five or six is when I typically try to have my first meal. I, right. Same for you, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, and so the and more than a couple of nights, I, I get stuck until like eight o'clock. Right. You know, there's, there's plenty of times where like we get so busy and it's like, we finally get done. And then you're like, oh shit, I haven't eaten yet. You know, I haven't yeah. eaten something. You know, um, and you know, it's no big, no big deal. And and you'll notice it, like like you said, when those hormones, those hunger hormones, like grow and deplete, mm-hmm. you just have you have this ultimate control, right? Because yeah. you're no longer we were we've all been in that spot where you're eating at six, you know, six meals a day, and then you like forgot your protein bars or your lunch at home. Mm-hmm. You're like you know, you you know, you ate breakfast, and then you don't have your snack or your lunch, and you're like. Ah! you know yeah. like you you're like, like screwed up exactly you're like going through uh the other people at work's lunches and shit like yeah and shit like like the little kid in kindergarten cop i don't know if you ever saw that where he's like uh, of course just some shit <laughs> Your schwarzenegger's like arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah Dude, um, and we talked about it in the last podcast too but yeah we both worked at the gym together um yeah. before and and that was just like what everybody did everybody had that fridge and the tupperware and yeah we had the meal replacement bars and you know we just felt like we had to down that stuff all throughout the day um, yeah. And it was like, you know, a little stressful just like having to think about eating that much, right? Yeah. Or you get caught up with appointments. I mean, you'd be training people back to back to back appointments. You miss a meal. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're just like, you know, like you're starting to be short with people, become a little bit of an asshole and yeah. stuff, you know, like yeah. hangry, you know, hangry. Exactly, dude. It's a very real thing, you know? Um, and, uh, and now, like, that, that just doesn't happen. You're just hustling and then, you get to the end of the day and you're like, Oh shit, I got to eat, you know? And then, you know, and at that point, that's the other thing about this too, you know, um, is you crave real food, you know, when yeah. you've gone, when you've gone, when you're you really notice like on an extended fast, but when you've all of a sudden gone 18 hours, you're not sitting here thinking, and, and when you're in the mode of this, you're not thinking, oh, I knew it. What, what's a, I've, I've eaten every, every bullshit place this week. Hmm, nothing sounds good. What yeah. do I want? Do I want a burrito or a pizza? Do you like, we've all been there, right? When, when you're For just sure. falling out eating bullshit and you can't decide which restaurant to eat at and you're basically just doing it as an extracurricular activity or some shit, you know, now when you're fasting, it's like, you're like, dude, if I could get some fish or a salad, a steak, bacon, eggs, you want like yeah. real, real food, food man. Yeah. Dude, I, that's, you know, right on the money, you know, back when I'd be like so hungry, it's like, Oh, I, I, I'm too hungry to even cook food. You know, I'm just going to 
go get a sandwich or go get a couple burgers or something like that. But now, yeah, like, uh, you know, it's not really for most people, but I mm-hmm. literally eat the same thing pretty much every day to break my fast. You know, it's that bacon, that eggs, avocado, throw some spinach, throw some, some Frank's hot sauce on there. Dude, yeah. it, it just doesn't get old to me. But um, yeah, like you said, you just crave real good food. Yeah. And, um, and, and it, like, it tastes good. And that's the other beauty of it. Like we talked about, like, you know, um, you know, you guys, people are going to hear us say this over and over, you know, but, um, you know, you don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to suck to eat. Right. Like the other thing about this whole move more, eat less, eat every two hours. Like you see all these people where they go and they have some hack trainer to gym with some cracker box certification and maybe if it's not a terrible certification, it's just so entrenched in all beliefs. Like they get them on, they put them on the same, you know, three day a week, uh, workout program, back buys, chest tries, you know, and then, uh, legs and then have meat, you know, chicken three times a day and, uh, asparagus or broccoli. And then their other three meals are like a protein shake. And, uh, people are doing this stuff and it sucks, dude, you know, like, they're dumping sriracha all over their shit just to stomach it down, washing it down with the water. Yeah. It. It's three days old out of a meal prep container and smells like it, you know, ass yeah. and rotten eggs. It's just like, stop you know, it, dude. it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. No, for sure. And, and then, you know, you think about the money you're spending on like quality food is, you know, comparable to the amount of food that you're, you know, spending it that much. Like, Cause that's another thing that, you know, people initially think it's like, oh, I gotta pay extra money for quality food, but why not? You know, spending so much yeah. money on on bullshit, might as well just spend it on on quality food. Right. Well, that that's one of the things. Like we always used to talk about. Like, I mean, we still do with people. Like, I, I always oh. ask this question with clients, where it's like, you know, like where we go through kind of like how they're spending their money, like from an unhealthy standpoint. Like, if you ask most people, how many days per week do you eat out? right? The average person, let's just go conservative, a person who works at an office and they go to Subway or someplace like that and spend 12 bucks a day. Yeah. Five days a week. Yeah. 60 bucks a week. That's $240 a month. I'm going to write this down. So I have my numbers, right? Good math, baby. Uh Yeah, dude. You don't want, uh, you don't want the math leads out there. Just (laughs) checking your shit. Just, just, yeah, because this is going to be on YouTube and I know there's going to be, you know, I don't read comments, but I'm sure there'd be a bunch on there like talking shit that I would never read. So, um, so, uh, so we got two forty there. Then let's say that we, you know, Starbucks, dude, that's big. Yeah. We, let's say we do Starbucks and it's seven bucks a day at Starbucks, right? Times five days a week is 35 bucks times four, four weeks in a month. That's one forty, Right. And then let's say, um, you know, let's say we have, cocktails right you know let's say how how we have cocktails long day long day at work you can get it with a nice yeah maybe we do that twice a week happy hour and it's 25 bucks each time right yeah so that's that's 50 bucks a week 200 bucks i don't think people complain about those numbers right and then let's say we um you know let's say we go out to dinner right um with our significant other, like maybe a date or maybe just, um, a girl that like you got friend zoned by that you're like spending too much money or maybe a guy, maybe you're a girl going for it too. Yeah. And maybe clearly friend zoned, but like you still like take her out to dinner like once a week. 
Right. Or maybe you're a lady too. And you're just, and you've got that guy who doesn't really have his shit together, but you're spending money on him. Yeah. So then, and so like, let's call that dinner, you know, um, you know, whatever your situation is, let's say it's 60 bucks twice a week. Right? Fair. 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 So we're, yeah, fair. So we're at like 120 a week. And I guess we can include that with like movie budget. Maybe you go to the movies. Got to go to the movies. You know, yeah, so, we, got a, we got Avengers coming out right. soon. So like, yeah. So we'll call that total about one twenty a week times four. That's four eighty. So we got two forty, one forty, two hundred and four eighty. So six eighty, uh, seven eighty, eight twenty, plus two forty, a thousand and sixty. So just in like you know eating out daily, just conservative numbers here. We got this thousand sixty dollars, right? Yeah. And um. And, you know, we, I always ask people, like, what if someone was going to send you a bill in the mail every month, right, mm-hmm. for $1,060 that was going to make you less healthy, diet at an earlier age, that was going to make you less confident, yeah. less productive, have, you know, just generally feel worse about yourself, you know, not like what you see when you look in the mirror, perform worse sexually, you know. That's um, a big one. Yeah, that's a huge one, right? Like, it, it, and, and ruin relationships too. Like, when you, like, if someone was going to send you this bill, we'll call it the unhealthy bill, $1,060 a month. Why would you pay it? Yeah, would you, would you pay it? Like, most no. people are going to say, I sure as hell wouldn't, right? Absolutely not, yeah. But people do, and then they go. And they wonder why they're not hitting their Right. Rooms. Well, and, and why well, I can't afford grass-fed meat. Or, yeah. You know, it's so expensive to eat healthy and I, I, I always say, no, bitch. It's like, it, it's expensive to be unhealthy. It really is. You Honestly, know? yeah. Not to mention the medical expenses that come along with it long term. And just yeah. like. That's one people don't yeah. even think about. It's like, oh, that's, I don't got to worry about that. But then once the time comes, it's like, shit. <laughs> I should have started earlier. I did a video on this not long ago. And um, it was on like Facebook or something. But it was on like the average cost for for type two diabetes per year right now is roughly about 17 to $18,000. Jesus, man. That's so insane. like, it was like 1400 so a month too now. Right. Yeah. 1400 a month, dude. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. insane. You know, like imagine what you could do with that 1400 a month, you know, and then you're stressing to like, get yeah. rid, you know, like get rid of it or deal with it. Right. Just, it's just not a way. And then people life. can't, can't afford the gym, can't afford a trainer. You know, it's like, you can't afford not to, man, you know? Yeah. Long-term, man. Yeah. It's just, it's shitty. And, and a lot of people don't think about long-term as much as they really should. They think about more present. Uh, this is where I'm at now. And well, that's, that's the big thing, right, bro? Like the consequences of our actions are immediate. Like that's yeah. the, like, think of if the consequences of all of our actions were immediate, Yeah. you know, um, like we would live very different lives. You know what I mean? Like we would, you know, like if the moment you ate the pizza, you were going to immediately have 10 pounds of fat on your ass. Mm -hmm. Would you eat the pizza? Probably not. Right. Like if the moment you went to the gym and did your workout, you were immediately going to have a six pack. Would you go to the gym? Yeah, you would. Right. You know, um, it's, if the consequences, the moment you smoke the cigarette, you're immediately going to have cancer. Would you smoke the cigarette? You know? Yeah. Um, if, if the moment you, yeah, if the moment you, you know, 
didn't use birth control or, or, or wrap it up, you were immediately going to have a five-year-old running around with his hair on fire and shit <laughs> for, the next, <laughs> for the next 13 years. Would you do that shit? <laughs> Probably not, Probably right? Not, you know, yeah. you know um, not that, you know, we all love our kids, so not that anybody, I'm sure a few of you, I've met some of your guys' kids, some people probably. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, the consequences of our of our actions are immediate. That's the thing, you know. Totally, and you know, I was talk I was talking to um, uh, a lady earlier who who signed up with us actually, and she was, you know, her main goal was to um, get this dream body before her her wedding in January, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she got a dope dope wedding set up in Mexico, and she was she was stoked about it and, and she wanted to be have that dream body by then but um that wasn't her only motivation which i liked her motivation was to actually learn everything that she wants or that she needs to know so she can live this long healthy lifestyle and she was only like in her late 20s early 30s um so i feel like that's the type of mindset that a lot of people lack um Big time. moving forward that we were just talking about so um yeah it's just it's it's huge. Yeah, man. It's, it's prolonging gratification, right. For, yeah. for greater reward later. Yeah. You know, um, and it's like, it's easier said than done. Let's face it. I mean, we all, you know, do that, but the more that we can make the consequences of our actions immediate, you know, um, and think about them, like we, you know, uh, and really be concerned with that, you know, the, the better we, the better we're, uh, we are, you know, um, in life, you know, yeah. so, um, it's such a huge thing. You know, it's so funny. Like I was, <laughs> I was talking to a friend yesterday, but I was like, you know, my, my daughter was asked, like, my daughter asked me, you know, if, if she had a, um, you know, if I had a superpower, like what would it be? Yeah. And, um, great, know, question. Obviously, great question. Yeah, I know it's a, it's a, it's one of, it's one of the best all time questions. Right. And so, <laughs> um, like, you know, that's, it's always a good, it's always a good conversation starter. Right. Um, and or even conversation continue, or, you know, if you don't, if you want to keep it going, Hell yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but like I lied to her, you know, I told her that I would, I would want to fly, you know, but like, let's be honest, flying is pretty fucking useless. Like, Sorry. You, know, you know, like, I mean, well, I mean, you, you don't have to worry about getting a shitty seat between two people on an airline or something like that. Or, yeah. You can deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, the, Mine would be for the consequences of my, for not me not to have any negative consequences for my actions. That's a great like, Imagine what that shit would be like, bro. Do you know, yeah. like, do you do you, whatever you want. Do whatever you, <laughs> you want. Do whatever you want. Dude, still <laughs> just killing it, dude. I mean, and you're still on point. Yeah. I like that. I'm trying to think of my superpower right now. Um, I mean, that's a tough one to beat. Um Think about it, bro. Drink as much as you want. There would be, you know. Oh, dude, that's one. You'd never have a hangover. No consequences for your actions. You'd never have a hangover. I don't know if that's the one that I would choose, but that's a you know to choose right now. Well, well, no. Here's the thing: with the zero consequences, that falls under that umbrella, bro. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you can't get the chlamydia. You know, Um, not that like I've I've just heard of people getting it before. I definitely have not. That's true. I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah, let's let's try. But but I've you know we want to set the record straight here. But uh, yeah, for sure. But like, I hear people have and like, that would just be impossible to do. So you can, you know, you, you cover so many different, bro, it's, it's a game with that. You know? Exactly, exactly. Because, um, you know, like that. I mean, you, like, you're just running around ripped, unable to get hung over, you couldn't get like, like, it, 
not that I would ever drink and drive, right? Yeah, yeah like, don't do that. consequences to that. But if there was no such thing as consequences to your actions, you could have a real good time in a car, bro. You know, yeah. like, in a, you know, because there was no consequences. So it'd be impossible to hurt somebody or hit somebody or, you know, or like. Facts, you know, dude, facts. That's like just it. something that, that's just something that a lot of people are never going to know, you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like flying was definitely the answer to tell uh, your daughter, though. I feel like. Yeah. Well, that was, I, a, good, that was a good lie. Oh, you know, don't. You know, yeah, I don't know if she's ready for that yet. She's you know? not, you know, maybe next year. Right. <laughs> um, we got any more questions on intermittent fasting left? I feel like we covered the majority of them. Awesome. And but of course, you know, if if we didn't answer a question that you did have about intermittent fasting and we screwed up, first of all, we're sorry. But second of all, just ask us in the comments. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're gonna be checking those, of course. So let us know what kind of questions you have or if there's any topics about this that we should cover on a different video. Fair enough. Absolutely. Fair enough. Absolutely, baby. Um, so I think we, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. So thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, if you made it to the end, we appreciate you. We hope you learned something new today. Um, and we will, we will let you know about episode three when it happens. All right, guys. Take it easy, everybody.